have a good time. Enjoy life. It's um, life is too short to, to, to get bogged down to be discouraged or um, you have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other, smile, and just keep on rolling. Damn, that was the voice of Lakers legend Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. R.I.P. to him and his daughter and other people that were killed in that tragic helicopter accident in Calabasas. I mean, there's no words. There's no words, but we wanted to pay a little tribute. So that's what we did. And it's fitting that in those words, Kobe's talking about life and life and death. That's a big theme in this episode and specifically life and living life. And that happens to be a a single by the up and coming band Sensi Trails. And what we're going to do is we're going to jump into an interview with Kyle, the lead singer and mind behind the band. When that wraps up, we're going to jump into reviewing all the music that dropped last Friday. We're going to play a song, give you our quick take on it, me and Evan. After that, we're going to run through some reggae rock news, shit that we see has happened out there in the scene. We're going to give you a little positive thought of the week. Just to get you right, get you proper, and get you on your way to have a good, positive week. Keep your vibe strong and just, you know, enjoy everything. Enjoy this podcast. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy this life. And on that note, my people, let's get it. I love this life. Reggae 360, this is For the Vibes, our beautiful little podcast. This is episode six of season two, and I'm just blessed and happy and having a wonderful day, spreading positivity, loving good reggae rock music to the people, and I'm here with a special individual, Evan, a.k.a. the Super Saiyan Sauce God, a.k.a. Lil B's biggest fan, a.k.a. doinked up with a grill looking like a young A.C. Slater. Evan, how are you? Man, I'm doing fantastic here today, JB. Thank you for that. Dude, you sounded real, real strong and confident when you said that. I like that, man. You get me pumped up. And I tell you another reason why I'm pumped up, Evan, is because we're here joined with an even more special individual. Okay, we're here with a young gunner, a young go hard, the future of our beloved genre, a man with 
flow. A man with lettuce so strong he could pass for a Division I playmaking center for the University of Duluth. A man with a unique style. A man who just made a statement. A man who is currently the king of the hill for best reggae rock album of 2020. A man from California with one of the most up and coming promising bands out there since he trails. We got Kyle. Kyle, how are you, sir? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on here today. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, man. We're we're honored to have you on, man. Especially um, coming off, you know, a couple really big weeks for yourself. I know uh, you just released the album Celebration. Tell me, Kyle, how was that reception, man? Did you get a lot of love in return for putting that perfect album out? Yeah, man. The response has been great. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has supported us, you know, by picking up your copy of the album, downloading it on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. We really appreciate the support. But yeah, I mean, the response has been great, man. I mean, I was honestly a little overwhelmed with it at first. I was like, wow, this is crazy, you know, because I mean, we just put the album together. We weren't really like expecting much, but um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, it feels good. That's awesome, man. I think you guys did it perfectly in the sense that you you had this buzz about you you guys created kind of a buzz for yourself and then you know without hesitation you just dropped you know an an album on the people man and and the response that i've seen has been amazing uh you know people are loving it i'm loving it um it's playing in my car nonstop. you have some absolute bangers on there so um so that's gotta feel good man so congrats and, and respect on that and and like I said, even more grateful that she took the time to talk to us. So on that note, Kyle, where are you right now, man? Paint a little picture for the people. Where where are you at? What's going on in your life right now? Uh, right now I'm in San Diego at um, our buddy Kaya's base. I mean, our, our bass player, his birthday party. Um, they're having like a little backyard bash, some bands playing and stuff. Uh, but yeah, a bunch of homies rolling up right now, actually. Damn, dude. But yeah. That's that's awesome, man. I bet you know what, dude. We're out here in in New Hampshire, and it's dark oh, nice. and gloomy, man. It's already dark outside, man. There's snow melting on the ground. Is you're probably out in like some beautiful, gorgeous weather. What's it like out there right now, man? Yeah, it's nice, dude. The sun's shining. Um, it's like probably sixty eight. Damn. I think. Damn. It's a little chilly, but it's uh, <laughs> it's nice, dude. It's a nice day. Kyle, it was only 44 out today. I, I only had to wear a sweater, you know? That that was it. No no jacket, no nothing. It was great out here today. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. dude. I've got a hoodie on, long pants. <laughs> like, like, out here, it feels cold, you know? like Because, like, once you get used to that certain temperature, when it goes below it, it's weird. Like, I mean, I grew up on the East Coast, so, like, I know what you're talking about. But after being here for, like, a couple years now, I'm like, dude, I'm a baby about the weather. <laughs> like, <laughs> I go outside and it's below 70. I'm like, oh, it's a little chilly now. Hell yeah. So you say you grew up but, out here, man? Where uh, whereabouts are you? Yeah, I grew coast? up around Virginia. And uh, I actually lived in West Virginia for a little bit. I lived, and then uh, when I turned 18, I moved to Outer Banks, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Interesting. I was actually going to ask you about that because I, I noticed just from doing my research, man, on Instagram that you guys have played some shows out in Virginia and the Carolinas and yeah. I was kind of wondering how that came about but it makes sense that's that's where you're from man you know that's yeah is that like is that like a secondary market for Sensi Trails like do you guys have oh totally yeah dude yeah. We, 
the, I mean, the people out there, the fans on the East Coast, they're like, that's how it started, you know? So Damn. they're, you know, they're super down. Like, we actually, it hasn't been announced yet, but we actually are going, we're flying back out to the East Coast um, on, well, in April. But we have a show in Outer Banks on uh, April 11th. So if you're listening to this, you heard it here first. Damn. But, uh, <laughs> Exclusive news on the regular 365 podcast. But, uh, I like it. But yeah, so I mean, like, it's it's uh it's cool out there. They have less people. Like, well, I mean, you guys know you live on the East Coast. Like, California is crowded with people, like everywhere. Yeah. So it's you know the volume itself makes it like a little bit more easier to get people to come to your shows and things like that out here. So it's like it's it's a different like it's a different market. It's a different vibe. But um, I mean, dude, the East Coast people though, they still have a lot of love for the music and everything yeah. i mean they, i feel like they don't get it as much out there because like here there's a show every night like you go to a regular show every single night in San Diego. but out there it's like i think they kind of consider something more special you know that's true man i mean we've got we've got a scene out here that's growing so we're starting to get that we're like you know, we've got yeah. bands like the Elevators or people like Joe Sambo. Oh, I love the Elevators. You know, yeah, dude, they're so dope, man. And and uh, they actually just played a sold out show in Boston on Saturday. It was it was insane. But you oh know, yeah, the Paradise Rock Club. I saw that. Yeah, 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 dude. That was yeah. a, a vibe, man. That was crazy. But uh, but yeah, man. So we're starting to get that. But yeah, when bands from California come out so this dude. way, you're right. It is a little bit more special, man, because we don't always get that. And when you guys, yeah. you know. Um, come all the way out I mean, here, man. That's we, how I was when I was a kid, man. Yeah. Like listening to these bands, like the bigger ones now, like Iration and Revolution and all. I mean, I saw them on the East Coast as a kid, and I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" Like these guys coming out of like Santa Barbara and stuff. And yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was so cool. So that's kind of like you know part of the reason I came here. I was like, I, I just feel like that's where it's at. You know, the scene and everything, the, the reggae stuff, and I don't know, just just packed up all my stuff and rolled out one day for real. So that, so that was the reason why you went out to Cali. You wanted to chase that dream. You just felt like you needed to pretty much dude. dude yeah. Just, I respect that. Big I was time. playing on the outer banks and I mean, it, I love the outer banks and I, you know, I always will, but it just wasn't a good place to be for music. You know, it just wasn't. So, yeah. um, yeah, I just saw the potential out here and just loaded up all my stuff in my van and, drove across the country damn dude that's like that's like from a that's like from a fucking movie or something dude that's awesome it man. felt like a movie honestly oh, dude it was like it was a trip it really yeah. was yeah and i actually lived in my van out here for two months when i first got here because i couldn't find a place to live because it's like really competitive dude there's a lot of people out here you know yeah. especially i didn't have any like proof of income i didn't have a job or anything so damn. i was just uh cruising around my girlfriend and i and my van for two months just cruising up the coast exploring california for a while because i didn't really know where i wanted to live and i don't know i just kind of fell in love with san diego yeah found a place here <coughs> and yeah man it's been cool dude that's a that's a really inspirational story not too many people have the like um i feel like fear would be a big factor and would stop people from making that decision but it sounds like you pull the trigger, man, and have a look back since, and here you are already starting to have success. It might just be the tip of the iceberg, too. So, um, so <laughs> that's pretty dope, man. Now, did you did your bandmates come with you, or did you meet them while you're out in Cali, or like how did that 
How did that come about? No, so I had different bandmates on the East Coast, and we it just wasn't really working out. You know, like not everybody wanted to do the same thing. Not everybody had the same idea. Yeah. So we all kind of split, and then I, I just wanted to keep it going. So I came out here and found uh, two new guys on the Internet, actually. And I was going hard with the, like, trying to find um, musicians and stuff. I had the little... Like flyers with the tailway numbers and stuff posted all over the place, trying to find people. And then I found this website on uh, on the internet. It's called Bandmix, and it's like you just go on there. It's like a search engine. You look exactly for what you want in your band, and uh, yeah, hopefully like somebody responds. And sure enough, dude, people too. I found these two dudes, and they're just like we, we're just all in it, you know. We all want the same thing. We all have the same goals, and um, yeah, it just works. That's so awesome, man. That's so crazy. crazy. Like, I feel dude. so grateful to, to find these guys. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of people, it's just, you know, I've noticed a lot of bands, it's like their friends that they grew up with or things like that. Right. And so I'm just super grateful that we were able to just kind of like jump right in and just keep it going. And now we're all best friends. Like, we all, it feels like I've known these guys forever. Dude, that's wild. That's wild. What a, what a story, dude. Just chasing your dream, man. That gives me so fucking pumped up, dude. You just went out there and, like, seemed like failure wasn't an option, man. You just went for it and, you know, put together this band, reached out to people. And it, I never knew that. I never knew that about, you know, your story. And I just was a big fan of your music. So to hear that, man, that's, like, dude, that's crazy, dude. That is, that is awesome, man. So it sounds like everything good that comes your way, man, you deserve it. Um, Thanks, brother. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure, dude. And um, I, I want to talk about this album too, because man, I, I thought it was, when I say flawless, man, I, I, you know, I just think from start to finish, I could listen to the whole thing all the way through and then play it again. Like it just, it's a good ass <laughs> album. And, and I'm curious, like a lot of the songs you have are very like, they're colorful. They're like lyrically driven. It's like you tell a story in every song. So I'm just curious, like, what's your song writing process? Do you just sit down and scribble, you know, with the pen and a pad and just come up with it? Like, how do you, how do you, ta- how do you make a song? I guess is is my question. Well, most of the things it's just uh, experiences that I've had through life and stuff. Um, I don't know, just something will hit me, or I'll hear like a certain melody in my head. I just want to. Like sometimes I'll sit down at the piano and just kind of like figure it out, or with the acoustic guitar, and just kind of like try and take these ideas that I have and you know actually make something out of them. Um, as far as like the music goes, but the lyrics, I mean, it's just stuff that's happened to me, like things that have occurred in my life, um, like stuff with my family or like um, relationships, breakups, you know, love, things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, just just the experiences that I've had. Yeah. Well, it seems like you're, it seems like you're real honest and open in your lyrics, man, because I mean, even songs like just living, like you, you just have this kind of like philosophical way about you and in your lyrics, like everything's, you know, it seems like it has a, a, a bigger meaning. You talk a lot about life and you know, how short it is and how you just need to enjoy it. And I'm kind of curious, where does that like, side of you come from have you always maybe been kind of philosophical or spiritual i don't know have you always kind of had this outlook and appreciation for life or 
Or where does that come from, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know where it comes from originally. It's just kind of something that I have developed over the years, I guess. Um, and mainly, I think I could relate it back to when I was in college. I did a year in a university, and I was studying to be a dentist because I didn't know what else to do with my life. Like I, I knew I wanted to be a musician, but like when I would say that, people were like, oh, good luck. You know, that's that's really hard. That's like impossible to do all this stuff. And so I was uh, at the dentist's office one day and uh, I asked my dentist, I was like, how did you get to where you are? Like, what, you know, he said, well, I went to school and studied biology at Virginia Tech. And I said, okay, cool. I'm going to go to Radford because that's where the parties are. Uh, (laughs) It's close enough. So, you know, and plus my dad went there when he was uh, in college. So I just was like, yeah, this seems like the right thing to do. So I went there and I absolutely hated it. I didn't like (laughs) anything about it. Not even the parties. I was like, this this is so lame. I'm spending a bunch of money to do something that I absolutely despise. So I would just sit in my room and play my guitar and write songs. And I would just pretty much dream about being a musician. Like that was what I wanted to do. And so I dropped out after my first year and moved to the Outer Banks because I had a job offer there, actually singing in an ice cream shop, which was pretty crazy. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I would sing for like three nights or three hours every night. Wow. And just like sing for these families that would come in and get ice cream. <laughs> and and then I, I don't know. It was just like this job that I had, it was offered to me. Um, and so I took it and just because I wanted to move to the beach and they gave me a place to live and everything. It was really awesome. But um, from there, I started the band. And it, we did it for like, I don't know, like a year and a half or two years or something, maybe at the most out there in North Carolina. And then it all just kind of fell apart. So I moved out here and that kind of like brings us to modern day. Damn, dude, you should, uh, you should start thinking about what the title of your book is going to be dude, because <laughs> that's wild, dude. Okay. That's uh, that's that's awesome. So you you talked about your uh, dad, um, and and that he went to uh, that school before you did. And I'm kind of curious, from somebody like yourself that just took such a big risk with your life, how was your family like in that moment? Were they supportive? Were they like go chase your dream? Were they kind of like maybe you should have a backup plan? I think they were confused. Uh, They didn't because like my parents just. They work regular jobs doing like, you know, regular things. Yeah. And so they don't really understand it. Like they don't get it. Like when they they have no clue like really what I'm doing as far as like music goes. So yeah. um they were just like, Okay, well whatever, like why I don't they don't they didn't understand it. And so it's yeah. kind of funny now. Like and we're, it's really crazy too because we recently just did a festival with Cypress Hill and mm-hmm. my parents grew up in like the eighties and nineties. So <laughs> I told them that, and then they're like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Like, and now you know they kind of, and I put the album on, and so they're kind of like, "Okay." But at first, yeah, they just didn't even know. They didn't know what to think. They were just like, "Well, be safe." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like they were like, "Why do you want to go to California? Why do you? Why would you want to go there?" And I was just like, "Why not?" I mean, there's, I don't know. They just didn't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're seeing it, dude. I mean, they're seeing. Uh, the the dream come to reality so um so that's pretty tight man and and uh 
you know, just thinking about that and thinking about this whole journey you've been on, you've actually worked with and collaborated with some pretty talented people. Um, you know, and, and even on this album specifically, obviously the first that comes to mind is, uh, K bong. And then also I noticed Ian young, um, you know, I think you recorded some stuff at his studio and, and, uh, I'm just curious, can you talk about those, those two guys, K bong and Ian young and how they kind of fit into the whole puzzle or really just anyone else that you stumbled into across along the way that turned out to be kind of a, a person that, that helped with this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, everybody that I've met, and that's a good thing about this genre in particular, everybody's down to help everybody, you know, it's it's not like a competition or anything like that, it's just all love, man, really. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all these other musicians that I've encountered are just, like, super supportive, you know, they, they just want to help, everybody wants to help everybody out, so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's just everybody's just hanging out, having a good time playing music. And I mean, you know, there's a little more to it than that as far as like the works and other things go, but that's just kind of what it feels like, you know? So I don't know, man. No, I just, yeah. Being in San Diego though, too, is like, that's where all these great artists live, you know? So I kind of saw that too. And I was like, well, I want to, you know, they say surround yourself with the people that you want to be around. And, I was like, man, that's where I gotta go. Like, I used to listen to Ian Young stuff when I was in my dorm room, as you know, as a college kid. And so, yeah. like, to come out here and have a chance to work with him, and he actually produced that whole album. We did the whole album at his studio. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. So, like, so Ian's good. a good buddy of mine yeah. now, and it's just crazy, like, to make that connection. And then, like, K Bong, I met on the streets. Like, just, um, I had another buddy that was also living in Atlanta out here, and he kind of like showed me the ropes of how to do that when he, when I got out here. So he met K-Bone first and told him about me and how I had just moved out here and all that stuff. And, uh, K-Bone was about to go on his first, I think it was his first solo tour. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but he, he invited us over to his rehearsal space and we went over there and jammed for like five hours one night. And I just kind of asked him if he would be down to feature on one of my songs. And he was like totally for it. So I went to Ian's, recorded it, and sent it to him, and he came and did his verse like the next day or week or something. Damn. It's pretty cool yeah. how it all like unfolded. Yeah, dude, you're, you're right, man. This In this genre, it is people helping people because it's all – you know, it's all good vibes. I mean, it's not always like that. There's like competitiveness and, you know, there is kind of the industry aspect to it where like, you know, there's those bands that are in the upper echelon that are just, you know, they do the same tours over and over again. And then there's these like up and coming bands that are trying to break through and, you know, that can be a challenge, but, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I think everything has its time and its place. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying with like the, the big, bands playing the same tour but like they're riding their wave just yeah. like you know they worked hard to get there so like yeah. i get it they're like this is our thing like this is what we're doing um but i think also too like with time all these other bands like these up-and-comers are gonna you know make their make their own thing you know what i mean like absolutely they'll all get together and have a you know? <laughs> just like they all kind of pair up but that's but yeah dude i mean honestly there, there is some of that like you know but I think it's all uh, most people that I come across that are that are musicians and stuff like they're really cool and like yeah. just super down to earth people like within this scene especially. Oh yeah, but, yeah, absolutely, uh, 
And I bet they they respect talent too. And they, they see, you know, they see somebody like yourself who's out there chasing your dream and putting out good music. I mean, it's hard not to, you know, respect that. I want to work with that. And, and, uh, I, I like, I like your take in the sense that like everything is in due time. And, you know, these bands that have worked so hard and built this scene are the ones that are, you know, at the top But then, you know, w- when I think of California and the, like the new wave of up and comers in California, you guys come to mind right away. I think of other artists like through the roots, Kyle Smith. I mean, it, you guys have a rich scene out there. Uh, I'm curious, are there other bands that are like, like who do you guys consider the homies? Like what other bands do you guys really uh, have a good relationship with out there? Maybe some other bands that you see are on a similar wavelength or, or also coming up. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know the, the band that like probably stick figure. I mean, I know they're not really up and coming, but just like hanging out with K bong and then like getting to know all those guys. I mean, but, I mean, I don't really hang out with him too often, but when we do, it's, like, super fucking rad. Yeah. Those guys, you know, they're always a lot of fun. And they, they've done a lot to help us out, too, like, with the support, um, just different things. But um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know who – I mean, I don't really know the guys from Through the Roots that well. I mean, I know who they are, and, you know, we know each other, but I don't really, like, see them that much. Yeah. I did see Evan the other day at Boom Shaka, but um, I don't know. They don't really play locally that much. You know, they kind of like it's it's uh, very spread out. So yeah. Well, I, how was Boom Shaka? By the way, I saw that on Instagram. It looked pretty lit, dude. How was that experience? Yeah, Boom Shaka was great, man. It was an honor to play in that place, like the San Diego Sports Arena. That place has been around for a long, long time. Hell so yeah. you know, a lot of legends have played there. Like Bob Marley's played there. You know. Led Zeppelin, Queen, um, you know, a ton of legendary artists have been there and, and performed there. So it was just really, like in that aspect, it was really cool. I mean, the festival obviously was great too, but just like the, I don't know, just being in that building and playing on that stage, it was really cool, man. Damn, bro. That's, uh, that's dope. And that's not the only big stage you're going to be playing at because I'm pretty sure I saw Sensi Trails playing this year at California Roots, man. That's big. <laughs> yeah. Dude, didn't... Yeah. Didn't... And and maybe I... Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you last year go and kind of do some, like, pop-up sets here and there? But then this <laughs> yeah. year, now you're on the main stage, right? That's, that's pretty dope, dude. Yeah, dude. We just brought our PA and everything last year and set up in the grassy areas um, in front of our buddy Jimmy Avadia's booth. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we just played. We didn't really ask anybody. We just kind of did it. And then people kind of crowded around and word got back to the festival and they put us on the lineup this year. So it's pretty sick. And shout out to, to um, the homie Scott for that one, too, because he definitely was hooking us up, helping us out. So Hell yeah, but, dude. Yeah, man. Well, that's big, man. It sounds like the sky's the limit for you guys, man. You guys are building growing getting these unique opportunities it sounds like you're doing everything right man and you're you're keeping your reputation good out there so um so that's awesome to see and and uh one uh one question i have for you is is uh on instagram you kind of have 
you know, a budding star uh, that's maybe affiliated with the band, but not in the band. And he might be giving uh, Coco, the tour dog, a run for his money. And that's your dog. Is it Nikki? Is that right? Oh, Nikki. Dude, yeah. people love Nikki. People can't get enough of Nikki. Nikki's a star, man. It's <laughs> funny, man. <laughs> yeah, I went, like it, it's a trip because it was just something like my girlfriend and I started like we were just like oh we got this dog. I actually kind of got it for her as a Christmas gift, like sort of, kind of. I mean, we both wanted to get a dog, but it um, it was uh, not this year, but last Christmas. And then so we get this dog, and then we're all like, oh, let's make an Instagram page, like just kind of goofing off about it, and. Uh, yeah, people are like, oh, where's your dog? Where's your dog? <laughs> but she does come on the road sometimes. Does she Does she get up there when you play, or, or is that – that's probably – is that no, too much No, no. she's still a puppy. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, she doesn't really – like, she just wants to play constantly. She's not, like, super chill yet. Like, you know, she still has that puppy energy. But, nice. Um, but, yeah, man, she's, she's a great dog, and she's a lot of fun, you know. That's awesome. Well, listen, I always man. miss her whenever, whenever <laughs> we can't bring her. I like, I can't wait to get back home to her. You know. Well, dude, if 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 people who are listening right now are not following at Nikki Trails on Instagram, you better <laughs> you better get after it because uh, that's a freaking adorable dog. But um, but anyways, man, Kyle, this this has been a, an awesome opportunity. I've personally learned more about you and your music and to hear your story and to think about everything. Like now when I listen to your album, man, it just makes it that much better, man. And, and that good music, uh, it's gotta keep coming dude. Cause that's, that's just dope. What you're doing is awesome, man. Reggae 360 supports you. Um, and I know that you're at a party and you want to get after it, uh, you know, get back to it before you go, Kyle, I want to ask you one more thing, man. I want you to just take a minute and anyone that's listening to this right now that is not chasing their dream, that is not going for it, that is not like putting it all on the line for, for whatever it is they want to do, I want you to tell them, Kyle, just give them a little words of wisdom. Give them some insight. Give them some motivation in terms of coming from a man that's, that did it himself. What would you say to these people that need that extra little push to chase their dream just like you did? I would just say, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to leave home and go somewhere else um, because you see a better opportunity there. You know, don't don't get stuck with what you're comfortable with because, I mean, possibilities are endless. We have resources nowadays where you can pretty much do anything you want. So I think, you know, just make the most of life and have a good time and and do what you want and make sure that you see it through to get whatever you want and make your dreams happen. Damn, bro. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. That was, that was awesome. Uh, real quick, Kyle, let the people know if they want to check out Sensi trails, if they want to see upcoming show, where can they catch you? What do you guys have coming up? Uh, we're going to be on the road with K bong pretty much the whole month of February. Um, and you can check that out. The whole tour flyers on our Instagram at Cincy Trails Music or our website, uh, CincyTrails.com. Uh, so we're, we're doing that for the whole month of February. And then we have a, another show actually with the Elevators in San Diego in March yes. and a few others that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But, um, yeah, I think it's March 13th at Winston's in Ocean Beach with the Elevators. 
That's like our next local show. That's going to be a fire show, dude. That's going to be I think it's already sold out, too. I think they just posted the other day that it's sold out already, so that's going to be a fun one. Dude. Tell tell the tell the elevator boys Reggae three sixty said what up man that is dope definitely, that you guys definitely. are collaborating and and uh, Kyle Reggae three sixty I can speak on behalf of all of us we are massive fans we'll support your music in whatever capacity because we love what you're doing keep doing it thank you for taking some time to talk to us and uh, yeah absolutely man thank you guys for talking to me this is fun hell yeah dude I like it well enjoy the backyard party man enjoy living the life and all the, the fruits of your labor. And like I said, man, every good thing that comes your way, you deserve it, Kyle. So uh, keep brother. it up, brother, man. All right, dude, easy, you guys bro. have a good one. Yes, sir. See ya. Peace. was a fire interview <laughs> that was a fire interview. wow man i was not expecting that man you never know what we're getting ourselves into man with these conversations but to hear kyle's story is pretty freaking motivational man you know i'm pumped up evan are you pumped up i'm pumped up <laughs> oh jesus dude let's 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 uh set the expectation a little bit here, Evan. Okay. Why are why are people still listening to us? Because the first half of the For the Vibes podcast is an interview with some sort of a musician, usually, most likely, more than likely. What's the second half, Evan? What are people doing right now? Well, see, here's the thing. People are still listening to us because we trick them with the first half, which is we talk to a famous mm. reggae rock artist, and then we get them to listen to us. Gotcha, we- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play... The latest and greatest reggae rock songs that came out over the past week. Yes. Then yes. we talk about the latest and greatest reggae rock news. Reggae rock news. Then maybe we'll give you a little positive thought. Maybe, possibly. Depends. We'll see. All right. You better cross your fingers. All right. And hope you get a positive thought of the week because that's the kind of mood I'm in right now. I'm real, real pumped up and I'm thinking about myself. Okay. I'm thinking about how to take care of JB. How to perform a little self-care. Okay. Speaking of self-care. Howie Spangler with the Mac Miller cover. Self-care, baby. 
I remember, yes, I remember it all Swear the hype be too tall So like September I fall Down below, now I know that the medicine be on call It's feeling like you hot enough to melt, yeah Can't trust no one, can't even trust yourself, yeah And I love you, I don't love nobody else, yeah And tell them they can take that bullshit elsewhere He got bars, dude. He can spit, dude. How his spangler can flow. I didn't know it, man. But no, in all seriousness, what an awesome cover to an awesome song. R.I.P. Mac Miller. I love Mac Miller, man. I I uh, I enjoy him. All right, he's one of those people that like you kind of got to watch grow up. I remember, you know, he came on the scene real, real young with kind of some like. I don't know, immature raps, and you saw him kind of grow up as a person. He had that TV show on MTV, which was entertaining, to say the least. And he always he's somebody that just has like an infectious personality, just like always kind of happy-go-lucky, joking, laughing, you know, and I get drawn to that, you know, and come to find out that maybe he was, you know, dealing with some things and, and certainly some addiction issues. And um, this is tragic that we lost somebody like that, but it's cool the Howie paid homage to uh, the homie Mac Miller. And actually on the Instagram, he wrote something interesting. He said, uh, this is regarding the song, why I did the cover. So I fell in love with this song several months ago. I had heard of Mac Miller years ago, but I wasn't really into all the new hip hop and I didn't bother to check it out. It came up on a playlist and my ears perked up when that intro chord progression started. I felt the pain of someone just trying to figure it out and escape the sometimes overbearing effects of fame. Always feeling like you have to make people happy, forgetting that you need to take care of yourself and do what's best for you sometimes. I dove into his catalog and realized what a talent he was, and I'm sad that I missed it. And he wrote more, but that's kind of the gist. So this really was a tribute, in a sense. Um, just well done. Just hit the mark, in my opinion, perfectly. Evan, what do you think? Man, not a lot of things make me feel nostalgic like Mac Miller. I mean, they just make me feel like I'm back in the late 2000s, early 2010s, you know, right right back in my, my party days, you know. Um, and above me on that, you know, Howie, I mean, self-care is always a topic on this podcast that comes up pretty frequently when we interview people. And, uh, you know, Howie wasn't afraid to put it all out there when we interviewed him a couple of weeks ago. So, Dude, give the people a tip, a self-care tip how did just one thing people could do to take care of themselves uh say one positive thing to yourself in the mirror every morning all right pretend you're looking from the mirror right now say something positive about yourself i feel great damn dude you are great <laughs> i tell you what mac miller in 2016 put out the divine feminine that is a fucking good album dude i love that album it's not it's like it's got a different vibe to it but anyway so howie spangler you know Great idea, executed well, banger, love it. Banger. I'm jamming it. R.I.P. Mac Miller, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. Anyone that's lost anyone, man, it's, it's just crazy, man. Life is so short and it comes at you fast and, you know, life will give you everything. Death will take it away, but your memory will live on. So, big up, Mac Miller. Next one, Evan, what we got? Higher education, voices in my head, dude. This is a fucking gem. Let's go. Let's motherfucking go.
Dude, the guitars at the start of that song gave me chills down my spine, dude. That's the heavy guitar work, that heavy vibe, man. I pictured, like, I don't know, voodoo, the Louisiana Bayou. I pictured Carlos Santana. I pictured riding at midnight on a motorcycle from L.A. to Vegas. All right. That song was a vibe, Evan. What kind of vibration did that song give you? Man, High Red went with a little bit more of a psychedelic vibe than usual yes. on that one, you know? Um, talking about just kind of getting lost in your head or maybe somebody else getting lost in their head a little later in the song and not maybe being able to see things clearly, you know? Mm-hmm. I hate to see it, but it happens. It happens. I it's happening to me right now. Yeah, really? Yeah. What a, The voices in my head right now are talking to me. They're telling me, Go follow Higher Education on Instagram because these guys are fucking talented. And every song they put out has something special about it. I, I really so am impressed. I'm so impressed, can't talk, by Higher Education and, and the work that they're I think you're actually seeing reality very clearly right now. Oh, damn. Maybe I am. Yeah. What is reality? How would you define it, Evan? Oh, Since you man. fucking know everything, Mr. Know-it-all. Oh, Since you're uh, the fucking voice of the universe and shit. Well, Get the fuck out of my head with the voices in my head bullshit, Evan. God damn it. I'm cussing a lot. I should just chill out on that. Yeah, man. You're freaking out today, man. Well, you know, it's probably because I'm the best. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I'm the best. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're dub best. No, no, no. If no, you no. would. No, Evan. Evan. The best. Is a band the best? from Boston that just linked up with Sugar Shack Sugar Sessions. Shack Sessions just to that, release. Just, just say Sugar Shack Sh- Sessions three times fast. Go. Sugar Sack Sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. I'm not going to repeat that one. Uh, all right. Anyways, they dropped an acoustic EP. Fire, man. Cue that up. E-Money, dude. Drop that heater on the people. Waiting for a long time, yeah And I cannot endure it, no I'm sick of the rain Let it shine like before, yeah I've never been sure, but I've never been so sure Baby, come and relieve me I wanna see you today Maybe come for the evening And tomorrow we can spend the day Hey, baby, come and relieve me. I wanna see you today. Wow, dude. That's the type of song that's just good for your soul, dude. Like chicken noodle soup, baby. That's just good for your soul, man. Did you hear that voice? That powerful, powerful voice, Evan? I heard. Damn, dude. That guy's got freaking pipes, dude. Oh, man. The best acoustic fire. Some bands just sound better acoustic. No, scratch that. They don't sound better because their normal album is absolutely fire as well. They sound different, crisper. I just It's just a different experience. Some bands just sound good acoustic. And the best, man, 
that is a talented squad of gentlemen that put out some fucking good music. Evan, what did that song make you feel? That song made me feel great. Made you feel happy, didn't it? Absolutely. I could tell, dude. I could see you smiling, dude. I mean, I went I went from like 10 out of 10 from all those last songs we heard to at least an 11 from that one. Minimum. Well, yeah, no, that's uh, that'll do it to you, man. They'll put a digit right on there, man. Make it turn to 11, dude. As soon as the clock strikes 12, man, Evan hits 11, dude, out of a out of a 10, man. So, you know, some people say that you can't do that, but Evan lives his life defying what people say he can and can't do every day. Isn't that right, Evan? Oh, absolutely. Anyways, dude. So, again, I can't say enough about Sugar Shack Sessions and what they are doing. It's so cool. They're just like, week after week, they have these amazing artists. They put out amazing music. And we all benefit as fans. So, thank you, Sugar Shack. Thank you the best for... A representing Boston, we got to see. I haven't seen them live, dude. We have to go to one of their shows. They got to play locally soon. Seriously, yeah. We'll have them over. We'll have them come to the studio. We'll do a live in studio session with the best. Oh, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Putting those those positive into positive. What it is? What's the word <laughs> when you're putting like something out in the in the air that you want to happen? Positive energy. Uh, you're speaking things into existence. Um. You know, it's like a word for it. It's fine. Moving forward. Great podcast material right here, dude. (laughs) Jesus. You've been talking a long time, Evan, or just start or you just kind of do this thing? The only time I talk is when I'm on this podcast. Dude, that's awesome. You're like a meditation pro. You just stay in silence in tune with your inner self. Yeah, man. I like it. All right. Anyways, we got to continue. We got to march on because that's what we motherfucking do. And the next song is. Fire is a personal favorite of mine. Tribe Zion Loco. song gets you moving dude that song gets you bouncing your shoulders are shaking do a little shimmy shimmy song will make you do something anyways that's that's not even that's like a that song was recorded live apparently they are going to record it in the studio but they released the video the video is entertaining as hell the whole energy behind the song man i love it dude that's song got stuck in my head i'm jumping up and down bouncing through the streets man listen to this fucking banger dude and it's just a 
This song puts a smile on my face. It makes me happy, dude. I like this song mainly because I am loco. And if you didn't know, now you know. Your boy's loco. So this song is a theme song for your boy. Un paquito loco. Evan, you've been accused of being a little loco from time to time. Once or twice. By the way, that reminds me. We got Kooks on the Loose from last week by um, you know, Pacific uh, Roots. Incorrect, like the meaning of Kooks on the Loose. Really? I was reading something. I think I was reading something about it. It's more like an environmentally <clears throat> fueled song about people that like trash the area that they're from. Um, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, no, Loco, your Loco, your Loco, S.A. Loco. How, how does your Loco-ness manifest itself? Uh, my Loco-ness manifests itself... Psh- you know, when I'm hanging out, going uh, bowling or maybe uh, playing shuffleboard Oof. or bingo. Oof. That's when I really, really feel on edge personally. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, man. What do you think yeah. of this song? This song, I love this song, man. Great vibe, unreleased song right now. It was done at a, a live session that they did. Um, so I'm excited to hear what more new music they'll have to come out over the next, hopefully, year. I'm hoping they're putting something out this year. I know, man. Keep your eye on Tribe Zion. Those guys have a have a real unique flavor. And um, they're in the kitchen right now, chefing something up. What it is, I don't know. We'll see. We'll serve it to you. All right. Maybe it's some down south cooking. Next song, Yacopo. Blue. Skies. Yakopo. 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 Just lights up your blue skies. It's just always positive. It's always upbeat. It's always uplifting. It always just feels good, man. You know, they say when the music hits you, you feel no pain. Well, when Jacopo's music hits you, it just makes you feel good, man. I don't know who that guy was yelling in the background of that song, but he seemed to be a real big fan of Jacopo. Probably a long lost son of Lil John, <laughs> something like that. I know, dude. That guy, we should, we, all, we should all have a hype man like that in our lives, just hyping you up. Evan! Evan, you get in a boat and good go, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, that you know what, dude? That song was uh, that's like a song you play when you're on the airplane flying off over, like if you're going on vacation to like Tahiti. You know, you might play that song. You know, when you're floating through those blue skies and. You know, a lot of women, when they meet me and look in my eyes, they see blue skies and these beautiful little marble-esque 
eyeballs of mine. I mean, I call my money makers, you know, but Jacopo, man, he's got another song coming out too. Man, this guy keeps working. He's in the studio. He's always traveling. He's in Jamaica. He's in Tokyo. He's all over the place. He's on season one for the Vibes podcast. I mean, this guy's just so talented and he just has so many different styles. We're big Yokopo heads over here. We love to party to Yokopo. So many different flavors. Yokopo. So many different. Yokopo. Ways of <laughs> being. I don't know, dude. I can't say enough about. You sound like you're just way down in a hole right now that you've just dug of trying to describe Yokopo. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I'm way down in a hole. In the hole. Speaking of which. Next song. Citizen Cope. Way down in the hole. song dude that i just pictured myself inside of like a church in a small town in mississippi maybe tupelo mississippi listen to listen to like there's something very bluesy about citizen cope and you know what citizen cope doesn't always necessarily fit under the reggae rock umbrella but he definitely brings those heavy rock vibes and he has had some songs that have a reggae influence So, in my opinion, he's part of the family. All right? Welcome, Citizen Cope. You just received your pass to the reggae rock world. And now, you're one of us. One of us. (laughs) You didn't didn't like that at all. (laughs) You you were not a fan of that. No. Dude, I'm sorry, We want him to, like, be happy about this, not, like, feel bad about it. But anyways... (laughs) Citizen Cove is a really interesting individual. He's got a great story. He makes great music. He's a great songwriter. You know, he dropped an album not too long ago. It may have been last year. It may have been the tail end of 2018. I can't remember. But, um, you know, I think he's played shows. He's played festivals where a lot of, like, reggae rock artists play. But if you just like good-ass songwriting and you kind of like that, Rock, bluesy vibe. But Citizen Cope is going to be right up your alley because that guy's so fucking talented. He's got a great voice and great energy. And you know what? Now he's part of the squad. He's part of the reggae rock squad. So congrats, Citizen Cope. 
you monster, you absolute beast of the musical genre. What a what a talented person. I'm I might spend all day tomorrow just listening to Citizen Cope. I mean that's how good this shit is. And what do you think? I think we got to take a deeper dive on Citizen Cope. It's the first time we've ever had him on the podcast, I believe. No. No, no, we no definitely season one. There was a song they put out. It he said he wrote it on the beaches of Jamaica. I can't remember the name of the song, but it was it was a good ass song. Man. Maybe I got to take a deeper dive. You need yeah, you need to man. You got some homework to do. You better catch up. Okay. What else we got, man? For Is new music? It? Is that it? That's everything that came out last week that we were aware of. And if Correct. we miss yeah, anything, let us know. Yeah, so that's pretty tight, man. We had a nice little, I mean, from Howie Spangler doing a cut. I mean, we had a real, this was an interesting-ass week. Yeah, Kobo dropped a new song. Howie Spangler did a cover. Higher Education came out with a banger. The best, bringing that sweet, sweet, good music. Tribe Zion doing their damn thing. Citizen Cope joining a new genre of music with open arms. I mean, that's pretty tight, man. I like it. I feel like we did, we got a nice little spectrum of good vibes. Evan, you okay? You're rubbing your jaws. Are you yeah, peeking? My, my jaw's a little sore. I'm not peeking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I sit with poor posture a lot. I'm in my car many hours a day. I get sore. That's all right, though. Damn, dude. Well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called you out, man. But I'm just worried about you from from one friend to another. Man, I just want to make sure you're all right, dude. If I saw you rubbing your jaw, I'd think the same thing, man. Oh, dude. Bro. Thanks, dog. Anyways, let's uh, move past this love fest here and jump into one of the final segments of For the Vibes, and that's when we talk about news. I'm going to go ahead and jump through this right now. Just some things that I saw happening that might be of interest. (coughs) First thing is, Educated Fools, they are coming out with some new music. February 7th, they're going to drop a song, All the Right Places. Educated Fools, I got to believe that they've been in the studio doing some real interesting things. And I think we're going to get a little taste of it February 7th. So keep your uh, ears open and eyes open for that. All the right places. I bet it's going to be a banger, a new anthem, just in time for the month of February. Also, Resonated is dropping an EP in March. If you don't like the month of February, you know how something to look forward to to get you through until March. And that's Resonated's EP on the way. Also, even before February, January 29th, which is just in three days of when I'm recording this, Yakopo is going to be dropping a new song called Switch Up. So if you liked Blue Skies, you will love Switch Up. Hopefully that dude yelling is going to be on that one as well because that guy fired me up. Some other things that we saw, Bumpin' Uglies posted on IG that they are tracking horns. And you know what that means? Some new Bumpin' Uglies music. I'm going to say it one more time. New Bumpin' Uglies music. Yes. So, it's what we've all been waiting for. It looks like it's going to be on the way. Um, Coffee. Speaking of island reggae, Coffee from Jamaica. The youngin' in the reggae game. She just won a Grammy for Best Reggae Album of the Year. Now, she was not in the Reggae 360 album of the year because I was a little bit more focused on reggae rock, but still pretty damn 
cool for somebody so young with so much potential to win an award like that. Can you imagine that? Winning a Grammy, you're not even 20 years old, dude. Crazy. I, I couldn't imagine that. I want you to imagine it right now. What would your acceptance speech be? Go. Uh, me at 19, you don't want to hear that. I was, <laughs> I was, I was a mess. <laughs> I mean, you still are. But, Thanks, man. Um, but if you haven't heard that that album by Coffee, check it out. There's some real, real, real good songs on there. I love GM that shit all the time. Also, um, shouts out to Top Shelf Music because they did an interview with Julian Marley. And if you know anything about Top Shelf, that's a big deal to get an artist like Julian Marley to sit down with them. I mean, they've been on their grind for years now. <clears throat> putting out some of the best content. Um, they rebranded. They're just getting bigger and better, and looks like they're getting access to bigger and better stars. Not better, but just Julian Marley's like an A-list guy. Dude, that's crazy to sit to get a chance to sit down with a Marley son and chop it up. I mean, that's pretty cool. So I can't wait for that interview to come out. Top shelf, big up. Um, last thing I had is. The Elevators. Do they play Saturday night in Boston at Paradise Rock with Roots of Creation? Mighty Mystic was there, but they fucking sold that show out, and I couldn't get a ticket. But I watched like the clips on IG, and they had that fucking place rocking, dude. The Elevators have so much momentum; they're like a goddamn rocket ship, dude. They're fucking. I actually I referred to Joe Sambo as a rocket ship a couple episodes ago, but the Elevators on a similar rocket ship, okay. Theirs is bigger because they have more people in the band, but they're fucking ascending to the stars above, dude. The elevators are... I I fucking predicted this in season one when we were talking about the elevators. I talked about seeing them at the Sinclair in Cambridge and getting the feeling that this was going to be one of the last times that I got to like be up and close and watch them without having to deal with like massive crowds or you know them selling shows out, and it's happening, damn it. So good for them, man. Big up the elevators. We love them. Big elevator guys right here. Anyways. Anyways. You look like you have something to say. I was just getting prepped. I I, I felt like something was coming my way in a moment. You you like to catch me off guard. I'm going to give it to you right now. Oh. Open up. Positive thought of the week. Go. Bang. Positive thought of the week. Every day is an opportunity to make a positive change, you, you can manifest your own destiny every day. Um, and I'm, I don't know, I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful for the opportunity to be the person that I can try to be every day. I don't know. Does that make sense? It does. It does in a real way, man. You said a lot of good stuff there. And it is, even just waking up is a trip, man. You know, there's a lot of people that don't wake up. And, you know, not to get gloomy on this podcast, but, you know, news dropped today that we lost Kobe Bryant and at least seven other people and his daughter in a heli- in a, in a tragic helicopter accident. There's just no words. There's no explaining it. It's just like, it's just a tragedy that happened and a lot of people lost their lives. And somebody that was one of the biggest icons in the world was, was lost um, at a very young age. I think it was like 41. And um, it's just crazy, man. I mean, we lost so many people last year and, you know, we had Howie Spangler was playing a song, um, you know, from Mac Miller, who died of a accidental overdose. We lost Juice World; he died of an accidental overdose. I mean, you know, 
it's just a trip, man. And, and, you know, I've lost people in my personal life and, you know, a lot of other people have, uh, have lost people. And, um, I don't know, man, it just makes you think, dude, you just gotta, you get like, life is a very finite thing. The end comes to all of us and, and you just gotta wake up, appreciate your life, appreciate the moment, appreciate the day, be grateful, have fun, live it, hug, hug people that you love, let people that you love know you love them. You know, just, just be very appreciative of this very short existence that we have. And, uh, yeah, hopefully that was somewhat positive, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Was that positive, Evan? Shit. Let me out, uh, dude. Yeah, that's positive. That's positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Uh, I mean, there uh, were some highs and lows of that positive thought, but I think, I think the meaning behind what you were saying was positive. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, Anyways, all right, people, listen, we got nothing left. Damn it, we done gave you everything we had, but we will regroup, recharge, and we will be back next week. Bigger, better, stronger, faster, sexier, tougher. You're putting a lot of pressure on me to do something more next week, John. Oh, don't worry, baby. I'll I'll, I'll put the team on my shoulders. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate that. Anyways. All right, people. Big up. Love you. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Hope everything in your life goes well and wonderful. Bless up. Peace. Peace.